Good morning, everyone. This is the podcast. So today, Jean-Philippe and I, Sylvain, we're going to talk about the book Developing the Leader Within You 2.0. So we start chapter six on 10 chapters, and we are going to talk small things that can make a big, big difference. I mean, attitude. So leader with great attitude, it's going to inspire all the team to go further. So he said, when you are a leader, you need that whatever it takes attitude. So this attitude to do whatever you have to do to succeed. And he said, when you have that kind of attitude, it's like you, you train your muscle. Okay. You have to train your muscle. And there's seven things that you can do to uh, increase your attitude and to help you with your attitude. So we cover, uh, already covered point one, two, and three. So number one was disown your helplessness. That means that you have always to find solution to the problem okay all leaders need to find solution to uh, their problems number two he said take the bull by the horns and i love the idea that he said if you want to milk a cow you're not waiting um you know uh, in the middle of a field waiting for the cow okay you're gonna go to the cow and you're gonna milk the cow so take the bull by the horn number three enter the no whining zone so good great leader never whine never you know uh, uh around their teammates okay they are there to inspire them so number four so this is what we are going to cover today it's number four and never number five so number four it's put on a new pair of shoes and number five nurture your passion so we're gonna start with number four put on a new pair of shoes so it's a different expression because usually we are going to say um walking in the shoes of other people because that helps us to understand their point of view when i'm walking through the shoes of other one so i'm making sure that i understand their perspective they are understand their point of view so he said as a leader you have three way to lead from three different perspectives. you have the first one so when you lead others from their perspective okay so you're gonna make connection this is how you are making connection with them when you are leading people through your perspective okay so from themselves okay so this is mine this is my vision this is my perspective and it's to give them direction okay this is where we want to go and when you are leading others with howard's mentality howard's perspective so this is where we are going okay so this is three ways that you can um, lead. And as you know, the art of leading is getting things done. Okay. So just think about, you know, you have a, a job to be done. Okay. You are going to delegate some work to everyone and you are going to inspire them to give the best to do the, the, the task. Okay. So when you are a leader, you uh, usually you're gonna have less time producing okay and you are going to work more with other people 
to let them produce, okay? So as we talk uh, in the podcast at the beginning, we talk about the five level of leadership, okay? So there's a production level. This is where things, it's, it, it's going well, okay? People, they want to produce like you. So at the beginning, you have to produce a lot, okay? But you are going to inspire your people to produce uh, like, like you. So this is important. So when you spend a day in their shoes, you are going to understand their perspective. So Harry Truman was a president of the United States in 1945, between 1945 and 1953. And he said, when we understand the other point of view, nine times on 10, okay, people try to do their best when we put their shoes. Okay, that means usually when we are putting their shoes, we're going to see, oh, okay, this is the right choice. They should, maybe it's not the, the good one, okay? But if I, I, I understand and I analyze this from their point of view, I'm going to say nine, time, nine times on 10, okay, that makes sense, Okay, so when I'm using the other perspective, so when I'm leading and I'm putting in their shoes, it's um, there I'm going to connect with people, okay? Because they are going to feel that, oh my God, okay, he is taking care of us. Oh, maybe, okay, yes, he's trying to um, understand what is our point of view, okay? So I'm going to give you some examples. So when you lead from other perspective, how it's going to help you in your business. So when you uh, lead from other point of view, okay? So let's say you want to recruit. Okay, so when you want to recruit and you uh, are putting their shoes, okay, so you're gonna um, try to understand their perspective, their needs, okay, what is the desire of that new recruit, okay, what is their fear, what is their aspiration, okay, so if she wants to just have product at a discount price, okay, so I understand that I'm not going to feed her to recruit, okay? May, maybe I'm just going to plant seed, okay? But this is not, I'm going to lead her. But if she tell me I want to make 1,000 extra per month, okay, I'm gonna feed her differently, okay? So this is how we have to make sure that we understand what is their um, point of view, okay? And what, what can I gain, okay, when I'm working with you? So I'm, I, I have to think about focusing on their needs, okay, and not my needs when I'm leading them, okay? If I am mentoring people, okay, I need to understand their motivation. So why they want to succeed in that business, okay? Maybe they want to uh, pay some debt, Okay, maybe they want to uh, save money for um, going on a vacation. So when I joined Tupperware, I just remember. So I, uh, it was that time I, I told Maria, okay, I, I want to join Tupperware, but I, I, I need to do two trips per year. I want to go during spring break, let's say one week in Mexico. But during my <laughs> um, 
winter, no, my summer vacation. I want, let's say, travel the world. I want to go to Europe. I want to go to Turkey. So I remember that second year, I was um, with uh, my second year, yes, and I, I didn't work enough and I didn't save enough. And Maria told me, okay, I understand, okay? You're not where you want to, to be at that point, okay? So now we can change that, okay? So she said, go at home and just decide where you want to go. So at that time, so we go, uh, let's say on, uh, I don't remember, it was not Google, it was another uh, site. And I was looking for um, uh, how, how much is a hair fair to go to Costa Rica. Okay, I want to learn Spanish. So I decide I'm going to uh, see how much it's going to cost for three, uh, two weeks of um, uh, tutoring with them. Okay, so I... I, be, I, I came to uh, Alta Vista <laughs> and uh, I came to, um, th there was uh, one uh, from Quebec. I don't remember the, the name. It was uh, a system to, to look, to find in the computer. Copernic, Copernic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I find that uh, I want to, uh, if I want to go to Costa Rica, I need $5,000. So I break it down. I say, okay, I need to buy my airline tickets right now, because if I have a hair ticket, line tickets, so I'm go I, if I have a flight, I'm going to Costa Rica. Okay. I have nothing. I can spend nothing. I have nothing. I'm going to maybe sleep on a bench park. Okay. But I need to work for that. So when Maria put in my shoes, I see that, okay, you need to focus now on selling, recruiting. And that gave me a goal, okay? And in three months, I, I was able to, um, you know, raise $5,000 with my business to save $5,000. So that was incredible. So that was a great way to mentor your people. Put in their shoes and understand their position and let them work. And as you know, when we are selling product, okay, we need to understand what is the, the need of your customer, okay? So if they want to save their veggies, you're not going to sell a pot, okay? You have to understand what they want to uh, have. Okay, so this is where you are putting their shoes. Okay, now sometimes you have to lead and tell them your vision, where you want to go, okay? So when you are leading like that, so you are leading from your perspective, you give them direction. So let's say you are going to set goal and vision okay so this is where i want to go so this year i want to sell 10 million with my organization okay this is where we want to go in february okay this is all about recruitment okay so we are going to focus on recruiting people okay we are going to work with them in march okay April, May, but now it's just to recruit masses. And then uh, the, the next week, we're going to work on onboarding them. Okay. So this is my direction. This is where I'm, I want to go. I walk that path. Okay. Since 17 years. So I know a little bit about the business. So I'm going to lead my 
recruit. Okay, just tell them now, okay, it's time to recruit. Next week, yes, we're going to activate them. Okay, but this week is all about uh, recruiting masses. Um, let's say you want to develop strategy. Okay, you know how it's working. Okay, so let's say you want to train them. Okay, so you are going to tell them how it's working and what's not working. So if let's say they want to sell and they say, oh, I have a good idea. I'm going to put a, a catalog in every house of my uh, neighborhood. I'm going to say, okay, no, this is not a good idea. You're going to just lose money. Okay. Instead, do this. Let's say do a garage sale and invite them to come and then give your uh, catalog if, you, if they ask for one, but now everything is online. Okay. So, you know, we have to um, give them the direction because they don't know. Okay. So when you walk inside the um, shoes of other one, so that helps you to connect with people that, as I say, and me, I'm a little bit shy. I am more introvert and that ask me a lot of work when I'm meeting people. So let's say we have a gala. Okay. So I need that extra mm to go to every table and say, hello, how are you? I'm excited to see you. You know, it's not something natural. When I see someone who are very natural, I say, oh, for them, it's easy. But for me, it asks me a little more. Okay. Um, when you are going to walk slowly through the, the, the crowd. So that way you're going to connect with them. And leader needs to connect to, with others to build their organization, to build relationship. So we have to work with them. We have to walk with uh, through them. And when you ask questions, so that way you're going to find new people, new personality, and you, maybe you're going to see, oh my God, I saw this person and maybe she can help me with that. Let's say I'm not uh, computer sa uh, savvy. Yes, Amy. So maybe she can help me with that, or maybe she can help me with uh, uh, management. So you're going to see uh, opportunity like that. So this is the point number four. So now if we want to work our attitude, you, we have to nurture your passion. And nurture your passion means that we lead her with great attitude. Okay. And with, so attitude, with attitude means whatever it takes, okay? Attitude, we have that mindset and usually they exude energy. Usually they are a lot of enthusiasm. Usually they have a more um, passion than others. And we think why, why they are so um, passionate about what they are doing, okay? So it's because they find their passion, okay? So when you find your passion, that means you never have to work, okay? Because you know what you like and you know where, uh, you, what you want to do. So when I was a teacher, okay, I was introduced to um, literacy, okay, by another, she was a um, conseiller pedagogic. She was a consultant, okay? pedagogical consultant and she came to um, 
my school and she started uh, uh, doing project with me because I was enthusiastic. And she said, you know what? I'm going to your classes and I'm going to read some books from a club. Okay. So I had the, let's say the first, uh, first, first year grade. So I said, okay, I'm going to work with you. And she came to my classes and she started reading books. Let's say one times a, a month. And I love that moment. And I saw the passion in the eyes of my kids. And I say, oh, you know what? I want to develop more passion with uh, literacy. So I start investing in literacy. So all my budget of my class was to buy, uh, you know, great books for my, my, um, my, uh, my student. And <laughs> I had, uh, people from internship and that way they give you money let's say you can have let's say two days off or you can have a budget me i took the budget and i bought some book so i find that my mission okay was to give them the um to develop them the <laughs> the not the taste of reading but you know they they want to to read okay develop the I don't know the name, the, not the taste, but that they want more read. They want to read books and, you know, write and, and read. So this is how I define my passion. And I say, okay, this is my mission now. Okay. Every day I am going to school for that. Okay. And when I joined Tupperware, so I follow the, the mission uh, with uh, so one day we we decide okay this is uh, uh, going to be our mission help people to save time save money eat healthier and I say you know what my mission it's going to be to help people to pay themselves first and since that day so I am passionate about that so if you want to nurture your passion so Jean Philippe is going to give you how you can uh, develop that in your leadership ability. Yes, exactly. Because we need as a leader, if we want to inspire people to be passionate, but like sometimes people say, oh, it is your passion, not mine. Well, actually, one of the tasks of the leader is to trans tra transmit that passion and help people find how they can be passionate also into their work. So first of all, okay, we need as a leader to embody passion. We need to exude that, which means you need to love your work. So understand how your job is working, what is you need to do. And what is great is that, you know, guy, that in our MLM, we have published a book, how to generate, let me just have the book in English, 10 step to $1 million in sales in 12 months. And here it's all the steps of what what you need to do to be in success so understanding all of those principles will actually help you and guide you okay develop your own passion in your work if you love the mission as sylvain said the way that you can connect as a leader to be more passionate is love your mission understand that this will help people connect to their own purpose but also with the purpose of the company so how as a leader you demonstrate that passion is actually if you lead by example so passion is shown with your action and your decision
So depending on how you will react, depending on which decision you will make with your team, okay, the direction that you will get, give will actually show a, a part of your passion. So if you show dedication and if you are able to celebrate your own success, sometimes people see like celebrating our own success as being egotistical, but actually it's just a way to show that you are proud of what you do. You know that there is a mission that is connected to that and that you can succeed at it. So yes, people can imitate that. So this is the first element, embody passion. Then second element to nurture passion for you and for your team. You need to create a supportive environment. So how can you do that? First, if you are if you foster a culture of purpose. So the people need to understand how what they are doing has an impact, okay, on the bigger picture. So you need to show them how do they contribute to the bigger picture because they have decided to adhere to the value and the mission. So it is really important for people to understand that when you, they are doing action. So for us, our mission is to help people at save time, save money and eat healthy. That when they are selling a products, when they are recruiting somebody, when they get in touch with the fam, with somebody is actually part of the bigger picture of helping people getting back the control of their kitchen. So when they understand that because they have that value of helping, the value of like wealth, the value of abundance, this will be this this will show into their action and they will understand that they are part of something that is bigger. Provide autonomy and ownership. Okay. When you have that possibility to give a project to give a task to somebody and you let them do, okay, that you don't do micromanagement, but you let them do and accomplish things and you listen to them and you're there to answer their questions, they will develop that ownership. They will be so proud of what they accomplish and this will help them be more passionate about what they do and they will understand the passion that you have. So when you integrate them into a problem-solving situation, they will feel that they contribute even more and they will feel more committed in the future. Offer opportunity for growth and development. So as a leader, when you want people to keep that passion, because we all know okay, that passion is something that needs to be nurtured, if they uh, if you invest in them for training, if you offer them mentorship, if you show the journey that you had, okay, and you help them get in the same path, this will help them keep their motivation high so they will keep their passion at a high level. Number three, recognizing and rewarding passion. So you need to acknowledge and appreciate an individual contribution. So you need to do it publicly you need to recognize you need to celebrate uh, all of the achievement okay big and small and this is something that actually we have in our mlm and in every mlm there is so many programs so many incentive gift that you can qualify for that you are able to offer them a public recognition 
So what it is important is, yes, to recognize the result, but also recognize the action. And this is what is great because when you provide meaningful rewards, people will feel that it's more personalized to them and they will feel more passionate about what you do for them and what they do in the business. So yes, it can be money, it can be trip, training, public celebration, and all of the activities that we are doing, like the, the brunch at Maria's house, when the director are doing uh, dinner uh, activities, going outside, go to the sugar camp, like all of those activities that we all, the, that we call the togetherness, are part of a place where people feel more passionate about what they do. Create a culture of open communication. So if you want people to, to, to stay passionate, you need to be sure that they can share, okay? What are their concerns? What are the things that they, uh, they want to improve? The things that they are not necessarily the best at or that they have problem with? You need to be sure that you have that discussion open and that you show them that you listen and that you are willing to improve. But remember, you need to listen to the right people here, okay? People that are committed to their work. And finally, to nurture passion, you need to encourage personal growth. So you need to help your team member, your employees, depending on where you're working, to connect their work to their personal passion. Here, it's, it means that actually you need to work with their strength. So if somebody is good, like with, uh, with the, the computer, the technology and all of it, you can delegate them a part of the task. So they will feel empowered and they will be able like to, to, to um, have that feeling of fulfillment. So really important to work with their strength and be sure that you promote a health work life balance, which means when you are at work, you're here at 100%. And when you are with your family, you're with your family at 100%. Just to be sure that people feel balanced. And when they get back to work, they feel happy, they feel passionate. And when they get to their family, they're not thinking of what they have done bad or that they don't like about their work. So if you are able to promote that, this will help them keep that balance and stay passionate no matter what they are doing in their life. So. Here it is, Sylvain, for how to nurture passion. Okay, I can unmute now. <laughs> All right, so thank you very much, uh, Jean-Philippe, that uh, we have great uh, now example how we can help to nurture our passion. So tomorrow we're gonna cover point number six, probably only number six. So let's uh, make sure to be with us tomorrow at 8 a.m. So thanks everyone for listening it and we're gonna see you tomorrow. Bye for now.